1: Hey Steve, um, I just have to say welcome to uh, my Absolute Attraction HQ podcast. So thank you very much for joining me today.
2: Absolutely, my pleasure. Good to be here.
1: Yeah, amazing. I have to say that uh, I, Steve has been very good with me. I cancelled him, him rather last minute last week after uh, a certain Sasha Day game came and gate came and gate crashed my house with his wife and his merry band of fellow men, <laughs> and made me uh, <laughs> and made me host them for a, like a week and a half. <laughs> Um, so I'm really sorry about that but you know I I was actually Steve as you guys might be aware is the founder of the Sexual Life and host of the 21 convention Um, and I actually went on his podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago and I loved what he had to say and I really got into it so I thought that's it he must come and teach the men of Attraction HQ the true way
2: yeah that's all right. you know taking a back seat to the stories you probably got from Sasha and his wife and his Plan of men is probably much better than what you would have gotten from me. So I'll take it.
1: Oh amazing. Well thank you for coming on so early in the morning as well. I really appreciate that. Um and I think all good. Yeah. And I think what we were you know, a lot of what we were, were talking about and kind of the, some of the wisdom that I'd like to bring to the guys that are listening today and any women that are curious and have kind of joined in, um, is really like it sound it sounded to me like you've been on a bit of a I'm gonna use the cliched phrase, personal journey.
2: Uh, Always. I mean, it never stops, you know, always on a personal journey to some degree. But, um, you know, with pickup for me has been something that has been my vehicle of expression. You know, there's all sorts of different ways people can get to know themselves. Like, you know, I know guys that are really involved in martial arts and that Mm. becomes their you know, template of finding out the truth, like who they are, what that really is, you know, they can find the meaning of life within that or weightlifting or whatever different ways you can really fully engage yourself in a, I guess you could say a complete system. And I won't necessarily say pickup for me was that, but sex and everything that goes with it. That means love, that means hurt, that means loss, that means, you know, sometimes you're being uh, promiscuous, you could be Uh, a very caring person, Mm -hmm. you could be a misogynistic person, but there's this whole big range of, you know, essentially truths that I am still on this journey on, but the thing that really worked all that out for me was, you know, dating, relationships, sex, and working with men on that.
1: Right. Um, Because I think lots of guys might stumble across something like, uh, like this podcast or other aspects of things. And here's the trick and this is kind of what I wanted to ex- explore with you a bit today is lots of people kind of I think they, they think like great you know when I get good with you know meeting women like approaching them and flirting with them and you know having sex with them regularly that's it my life will be good all the bits right. in it that were screwed up before this 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 sexy women women or women probably more likely plural uh, that's going to fix everything For me, so they kind of embark on the journey of pickup or dating or sex and relationships uh, as like as a as you know to many it feels like a solution or something that's going to like kind of lift them out of their um, their space of maybe where they feel like they're lacking something in their lives or they haven't felt particularly confident or successful or in tune with who they are in the past. And I think the the issue is it's that sort of like that build up around the process of falling in love or just having sex with someone obviously that's cool and fun and good but it isn't really a solution to me it 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 can can be if you adopt it from the right the wrong position more problems oh um, totally
2: it is proven absolutely to totally totally fuck people up and that's the best way to put it however before i get started in that let me just say to <laughs> guys out there girls or whoever's listening to this is that if you are not looking at you know how to better your dating and sex life, like what you know, what's wrong with you? You should be doing that. And pickup is a way of doing that. It's just it took it in this crazy direction. So any man that is focused on bettering his life right. is going to look at pickup at some point. The problem is, is there's just so much crap out there. You know, what what are the ways to get rich in the world? You know, sell sex to men, being skinny to women, uh, not being bald to men, start a religion, and so there's a lot of corruption in any of these industries. And pickup is so new that all this toxic shit came out of it. Now, let's just go into this. Obviously. You know, talking to women, nothing wrong with it. Sex with women, nothing wrong with it. And I'll even say any kind of sex, there's nothing wrong with it as long as you guys are living within your own rules. So that right. means, you know, if somebody is really into this like crazy, weird, violent fantasy, whatever, you know, bizarre things that you can come up with, if the people engaged in that are enjoying it, you know, that, that's good. You know, that's, that's, that's all right. It's the enforcement and the, the rules which kind of screw everything up. But this is what happens with guys. Men and women, we don't have enough of a sexual identity in this culture. Uh-huh, very true. We, we can't express ourselves. We get caught up in all these archetypes and whatever. And we have this – we're animals. you know. We have this urge to sleep with one another. And so – we we it's like to be a man to be a woman whatever it is it's like so hard to to uh, articulate and express and actually be fulfilled by that to be recognized as that that we start trying to manufacture it and. This is like the result that I've seen in pickup. just straight up hands down. If you get really caught up in approaching, like you have to approach, it's a big expression of yourself, it's a sign Mm -hmm. of dominance, it's a sign of whatever, you'll end up having less friends. You might be able to make connections with people, but most likely you won't. But either way, you'll only have friends that are involved in that. You will not have connections with women, you'll see women or sex or the human connection as a sort of game. You know, and we call it uh-huh. game. And I,
1: and, and I can or even call it game when I'm shit talking it. with my friends. Yeah. But... And the it, language around it, it, it emphasizes that, right? Like, if I'm going to talk about the evils of uh, the pickup community, and I have to say there's lots of good that goes on in the pickup community as well. Like, you know, whether it's a, such a day game sleeping on my couch with his wife, uh, making me some food. There are some good people out there that are trying to actually sure. teach some really worthwhile stuff. It's just like, I think as a as a cautionary measure, there's a few things about it that every guy, before they embark on that journey, should know as general, you know, do not go there's, And also, you know, a way I, and you know, we'll get to this in a bit about how to kind of distinguish the phonies from people who are actually trying to do something, something good. Um, and I think one of the ways I really, you know, think something that makes me feel intuitively uncomfortable, and I, I actually don't think is helpful to men or women. Is when we really codify the language around sex dating relationships. So when we have to have terminology for everything, you know, it's, it's not just, it can't just be going up to a woman and speaking to her. You have to do the double backflip flip assumption. Right, right, right. Loophole, right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And this is like a popular thing that a lot of guys talk about. I'm actually like, number one, let me stop candy coding things. Uh, like, pickup will seriously fuck you up. And what Haley's talking about is it will it will make you a social misfit and a disaster of life. And I, I'm not talking about that from, like, a hater, you know, point of view. I've been talking about this. Like, you can watch my speeches at the 21 Convention from 2009. I'm bringing up stuff like this. And, um, you know, just to see it, see it in myself. I mean, I've lived it. I've lived every aspect of pickup that is out there. And it was good. Okay, so, like, all the multiple women living with many chicks and, like, you know, all sorts of stuff, getting into, like, you know, prostitution things. Like, I've done that. I've made sex my life. And I can say that there's a good part of that, but there's also a part which made me see a really, really uh, crazy side of myself. And I see so many men get involved in pickup that are totally unaware of what it can do for them and all that, you know, it, it can just have such a, a bad quality of your life. Now, that being said, like when it comes to the the specific language of pickup, that, that could mean like how we meet up all the way to the words that we're using and the semantics and all that sort of stuff. But I'll, I'll say this. You sit around any group of guys that has some life experience and they're they might build their own language, but they've lived it. And that's like a real thing, right? You know, so it's like, you, you could talk a, about, like I was talking with my married friend the other night and we were talking mad shit. You know, both of us <laughs> have been, you know, in a relationship for a while and, you know, we needed to decompress some of our guy stuff and we're, we're just talking mad shit. We're being, we're being assholes, right? But then we go back to our wives and we're, you know, normal dudes, right? We took the edge off. When I see guys who have zero experience with women mimicking that behavior and then, you know, it like all becomes about a target or being alpha or whatever. Um, and they, they haven't had interactions with women. They don't realize what it means to be social. They don't realize what it means to be sexual. Then that turns into like objective, like an objective, the objectification of whatever they're looking at, which is women, sex and relationships. And when you're detached from something, you cannot connect with it. And I think that's an important distinction human beings in a community are always going to build their own way of doing things you know that are that get kind of specific we really can't help it but man you know when you don't have experience with that it's just ridiculous like people like and imagine this i mean this is so clear night and day for a guy who's been in the industry you take a guy who doesn't have experience with women he doesn't have a girlfriend. He comes in wanting a girlfriend. He wants to get laid. Maybe he's frustrated. Maybe he's angry. You know, Mm -hmm. he's like, I fucking want a girlfriend. I want this to happen. And, uh, you know, then he gets hit with this industry where it's like, you got to make them a target. You have to go for her, get, you know, like your masculinity is dependent upon it. You have to hold the frame. You have to be strong enough to do it, like be a man, man up. And all of this identity about who he is, which is really unfulfilled by our culture is Mm -hmm. wrapped up and the approach, in the control, in the domination, in whatever. And uh, in, and then you make that your life and you make it an action and you've taken all the good stuff out of it. This is actually a really quick, interesting point. It In my company, we interviewed hundreds of men from all different demographics. And one of those small demographics was guys who were like 35 to 50 and they had accomplished a high skill of something in their life. Now, there were other people who were 35 to 50 who hadn't done that or were in different areas. But whether that was like a high degree of sports or being in a certain profession, if you asked any of these guys what it meant to be alpha, they could tell you. What it meant to be dominant, they could tell you. What it meant to just fuck a chick, they could tell you. What it meant to be in love with a girl, they could tell you. And they would tell you in a way that all these guys in pickup, like, another demographic like the 20 to 25 year olds trying to figure it out. And we've all been there. And that's a part of the natural process that really buy into a lot of this, you know, alpha PUA mentality. They would say all these things. The, the, the mature dudes would say it just in a way that these young kids would like it. But then when you ask those guys, you said, when did you have to give that up for yourself? Or when did you have to give up being dominant for the benefit of a relationship or your business. They all said that was infinitely more important than the idea of dominance. Mm -hmm. And what that really showed me was that these guys, in order to get to a place where they were happy with themselves, you know, with career, women, like a general sense of self, they may have needed an identity at one point, but the real test was how they let go of that and how they transitioned past that. And that is the story that I do not hear from men in the pickup industry teaching. I don't hear is the goal of people in pickup. And it's just so absent. But it is so clear in the reality of just general men's development or guys that have their life together. I would
1: say it's general in in reality of life. You know, people, full full stop, because it's kind of the idea where you, you need a certain identity. And, oh, I've been here myself. That's sure. like strong and powerful and, you know, uh, world facing and social media approved and all of that <laughs> to like face the world, which is like I'm sexual. I'm, You know, look at Instagram. I'm sexual. I'm provocative. I'm curious. I'm exciting. I'm on an adventurous journey. And at some mm. point somewhere in that has to give and you have to go, yep, I'm also a human. I'm relying on other humans. I'm vulnerable. We are interdependent. You know, there is there is something beyond myself, you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And, like, and I'll tell
2: you this, if there's anything now in my life that I don't know how to do, I'll follow somebody, mimic them and copy them. Mm. But, you know, I'll get out of that as quick as possible to where I can be, turn it into my own expression.
1: Right. So I always think that when you, the break of holding your hands up and being able to go through failure, loss, vulnerability, that isn't a lower phase at all actually ability to let go of identity and ego is is it's that's higher you know that's something that people achieve after they've been right. through a passage of some other stuff and you're right it's not like but that's not a component <laughs> on like most people right of course right? yeah. it's like it's like what we and it's the same with i think most stories of love and romance in our culture we stop right at the happily ever after point you know we stop at like the top of the mountain. We don't ever assess that that you know most top of the mountain things are not permanent conditions. life changes our responsibilities as people change, stuff shifts around, other stuff's thrown at us, and actually, to develop a greater humanity and an ability to deal with that, I often think that life literally throws so much stuff at you during mm. the course of it, and those that are older and wiser know this. That sure. you know you are there's two ways that people deal with it they either accept their vulnerability they grow into something else they release aspects of their identity they become potentially more spiritual or more community orientated or they go into a mad lot of they have to distract themselves from themselves because they've endured so much loss or pain or guilt or negative experiences totally. that they then lose their mind in you know women drink drugs social engagements working long hours you know and that isn't healthy either and I think with the pickup world it's very focused on that and I am i know that there's a space for it and you kind of you kind of need to go through it but that really frantic very outward looking achievement orientated stuff um and that it does can be helpful, but it can also be dangerous. Another thing I want to go back to quickly on the language as well is I I know that all all tribes and all communities you know language is something that defines them, but the problem is that because it's kind of, it's not like that we it's like a, you know the pick up the language of the pick up world is some like carefully thought out <laughs> language yeah, right. system, right? It's like actually we've just chosen words from our existing you know dominant English language and we've woven them into something else, so it means like, you know, calling women a target, generally, immediately we're in this, you know, it uses a lot of militaristic language, totally. stuff that makes men and women meeting each other, the subtext is, it's weird, it's unnatural, you must dominate, you've got to take over, and actually, that will kind of, jar. you know, everybody can be dominant, and everybody can be fragile as well, and the the fragile part of yourself, that's going to jar with that, and for most men, I, a lot of men that I coach that can be the thing that like makes them slam the brakes on internally and actually be unable to go out and, and make that set to approach oh, the because they weird but, themselves out in the process yeah. of doing it
2: no that's very true like social anxiety and these high levels of anxiety those you know always have existed but they were are infinitely accentuated by how we look at and perceive you know what we're supposed to do like meeting women or how we're supposed to talk to them but you know what's funny about the language? Yeah. is that it's all based off of business business theory and military uh, theory or you know communication and the guys that coined the language are so far from that right. like i mean how many pickup guys are good at business <laughs> i mean how many <laughs> pickup like...
1: guys would like basically i was chatting to a guy that i was like mm, i was like maybe i might be interested in him and he's like he's he's a, in special forces in in uh, the uk and uh, he just went to the jungle. He did this jungle marathon thing, which was like the equivalent—I'm of, I'm not kidding—of running a marathon every day for a week through the Amazon rainforest. And literally, and I was speaking to my guy friends about them, and they're like, "Wow, he has mad man points <laughs> to do that." And I think how many, how many really of the the the, the pickup community would survive for one second in any kind of <laughs> environment that is yeah, very cosmopolitan. It's... Like,
2: as my friend once said, is PUAs are the fanboys of masculinity. I love that. You know, it's like there's this kid who, and there's nothing wrong with being there. Look, you could be a
0: Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com.
2: Guy who just doesn't have those life experiences and you're alone. I mean, I've been there. I could be there again in my life. But the problem is, is when we look at this, this thing like, you know, the army guy, the tough guy, the business baller, and, right. you know, these are all, they come out of, like, Western cultural values, too. Titan. And, uh you know, what we're in deficit of, we now say we're going to be the target, we're going to be the alpha. And then there's a total misperception of what an alpha is, Mm -hmm. or, you know, what it means to find a target and go for it, you know, in in a military sense. It's, it's just ridiculous. And we, we not only change the meaning of that, but it is so defined by our insecurities and searching for it that it just totally screws us up. Uh, you, you know like you know, what's funny about the whole alpha thing is that if you were to look at alphas in nature We always hear people talk about like gorillas and uh, the silverback and stuff like that right. You know what in in those animal kingdoms now human beings are animals But what an alpha how you get defined is that it's literally if you're bigger or stronger That means you are born with it. It is not a skill. It is not a trait Dominance is a result of that it's not something that was learned. So it's like basically you you dominate and you win and You you don't have more women attracted or more female species attracted of that species attracted to you They're forced to talk to you and that's how that culture works or that animal kingdom works and they could be happy or whatever But if we did that in our culture that would mean that we'd be relying on like authoritarianism violence rape would be how relationships started and so we, we nitpick these things about alpha traits and then we turn them into fucking, you know, this weird human expression of guys don't know what the fuck it is. in it, when human beings have so much more of a social infrastructure where you could not be strong, you could not be the winner. Mm-hmm. And yet if you have a certain other point of view like a high social skill level or you're in different situations where you're more intimate with people you could absolutely have a fulfilling and meaningful relationship with somebody and I would even say the guys that try and get that social image down of being some celebrity or tough guy or whatever will not do as well at having meaningful intimate whatever connections with somebody and I'd even say that they probably have less sex than somebody who's refined a very you know societally normal way of expressing themselves like going up and talking to people mm. that person will outperform the person that's trying to marry themselves to all these iconified ideas
1: yeah and you know what from a, as as a woman you know generally if she's a is a well-developed intelligent person oh when you see a guy who's obviously modeling himself on someone else or is using some kind of like hackneyed line or It's just doing something that, you know, just it's it's intuitive in your gut. You just go, there is no congruency here. And without congruency, (laughs) you can't have trust and you become suspicious. And then you know what, that disrupts everything. Because, you know, like the the one of the things about the you know, I think to the the feminine to the masculine is the women going, Okay, like even if this is just like a one-night thing, I'm entrusting part of myself with this person who is, you know, ultimately you know it's an act of it there's an act of submission mm. and i hate been using that word cuz i'm a feminist and my toes are curling but it is um about uh about somebody being more physically dominant than you i think that thing's about um you know that women traditionally have had so historically since like we were hunter gatherers have had so much more to lose from engaging in a sexual relationship with a man and so if you can't trust the impression that you see from the get go it's never gonna go further than that. Or if it does, it'll be very disruptive. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the stuff we we put needing to have a strong alpha sexual identity, like that's the first thing that guys will always ask me. It's like I had it, I had it two hours ago in a consultation. Mm. How do I be more alpha? How do I do this alpha thing? And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's let's just rewind a second. Right now you're not going to anywhere where women hang out. You can't say hello to a woman. Right. And you totally. can't even do the first two minutes of conversation where she trusts you enough to not like freak out and walk off. So let's totally. fix that first and let's worry about being king of the jungle in a second. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
2: you know, it's funny because like guys try and become this ten minute badass and that's not being a man. It's just such a sad thing. And what, what you also brought up about like guys trying to be alpha, like that's really a reaction to not feeling like people are giving you respect or paying attention to you and all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, like I gave a whole speech on it. It's called The Myth of the Alpha Male. Check it out. Little little drop. But, but seriously, the whole thing is that these titles of like king, warrior, you know, all these things that we got, are really new concepts in human history, in, in the evolution of what we needed to be social. They're like 10,000 years old and they've gotten even more prominent as time has gone on. Whereas the real thing which made us happy for hundreds of thousands of years and in the millions of years of human evolution was connection mm. and being around each other. That doesn't mean that we didn't celebrate you know, when we won something or we killed an animal. And I'm not trying to neuter men in this sort of way. Uh, in fact, he brought up surrender and I, and I want to touch on that because that's a key point, and, I, and I think in, that I know in masculinity, but um, you know, it doesn't mean that we're negating those things that, that the human identity was meant to be fulfilled by a community of small people around mm-hmm. us and that's what felt good for those people to see us as us and so build that community and i've heard you say this you know go to a cafe and talk to somebody go to some place where people are going to get to know you and that's actually going to do more for you than the posturing of this kind of a false archetype this kind of a lie about human nature totally
1: and i you know it's it's proven that people are are just happier living in small communities like i, I even i have to say my general contentment levels from being a uh, you know a, a London career womany kind of person, <laughs> uh, were actually my contentment levels. Hearing Sasha, his wife, and his merry band of men clattering around in my house, and just being aware that people around me that had my back, and you know sharing right, meals, right. you know cooking and caring for one another, and hanging out at the end of the day and talking. In that very relaxed way that you can only do when people know you super, super well. That's beautiful. Like, I, that, yeah. that felt amazing. That was something that was, a, there was a very pure form of comfort in that. Um, so I think you're totally right.
2: There's really a beauty to that when people have your back and you can trust. That, that's what really makes us. And you, when you look at that is what the assumed idea of what an alpha is or a warrior is somebody who walks the road alone. You know, life is going to naturally push your comfort zone. You don't need to manufacture it. It's going to put big challenges in front of you where you will have to walk alone and know the meaning of that. Uh, And like I said in the interviews of men who had matured a little bit and achieved a level of their life, they didn't need an identity to do that walk alone or to know when to fight, know when to quit. And, uh, you, you know, you brought up surrender and you were like, I hate using that word, but When you look at the sexual dynamic of men and women, and of course this can go into so many different directions, but there's this consistency that tends to happen, at least in our culture, uh, you might even say biologically, where men give and they push. Now, of course, women can be dominant in the bedroom and they, they are quite a bit of the time, but there's this feeling of where men give, 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 and there's this good feeling of at some point in one level of sexual expression of just forcing and pushing really hard, you know, this man, uh, but as soon as a man ejaculates from that or reaches orgasm or whatever, that is actually a submission, Mm. you know? And when you talk to guys that are really, really sexually active, and I mean like, a lot of the guys that are like the true misogynists, right? <laughs> that are like being total assholes with women. And you have conversations, and the, those aren't the pickup dudes. The pickup dudes are trying to be those guys. Yeah, right. That, that level, right? <laughs> so y- when you talk to those guys, it's like what makes them ultimately appreciate femininity if they ever get out of that role of heavy sexual experience is uh, the fact that a woman can change them. This thing which is in general, I mean, my wife is taller than me. She's six foot and I'm five, eight. And, uh, well,
1: hey, Do you want to just repeat that again for the benefit of all men that are listening who might be thinking, "Wow, well, what am I going to do? How tall is your wife? Six feet. Six ah, feet.
2: Six yeah. Foot, and, and she came up to me. It's actually on videotape. It was, oh, I, I love yeah, the sound of totally it. She weird.
1: sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man. She is, uh, no, she, she will. I was talking with my buddy who was married the other night and I was like, man, you know, I really fear something goes wrong because we'll fight and she, uh, she will not stop. Like I, I in every man's experience who has a lot of experience with women, he's been run through the ringer through a relationship or two and I have, but this would, like if this went south, it would not be good. But, um, but that's also not what keeps me in the relationship, of course, but, <laughs> fear. but anyway, but she's a, a pretty dominant presence. Wow. In any case, um, but there's this aspect of sex with men and women where men push, 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 give. There's a lot of strength in it. There's a lot of this. But then there's this release. And in that release, there's a submission. And only a woman can do that. And I've heard men and women who are just highly sexually active but really comfortable with their sexual sexuality mm-hmm. describe this consistently on both sides of that a woman – her sex, her body, maybe her vagina or whatever it is, is this transformational thing which allows a man to take all of his, you know, manness, you know, maybe that alpha thing that everybody's searching for and calm it and control it. And only that can do, you know, only her, only the feminine can do that. And I, it really pisses me off because, like, I'm a man. I like all the, uh, you know, man stuff or whatever and and you know women like the women' stuff, but the problem with a lot of the men's rights movement and what I see with a lot of like extreme feminist stuff is that it's dividing men and women so much when we're really dependent upon each other, coming together to and unifying. we complete each other, man yeah and it and that's what that's what's changed me so I submit to women all the time and especially in my most you know awesome glorified sexual act it is an act of submission ultimately that's how i see it
1: oh i think that is so beautiful (laughs) i'm literally i'm sort of like weeping on the other end so guys
2: that's what you say to girls when you're in
1: that would get me if you said that i'd be like oh my god omg this is what i'm talking about this man is a well, I was gonna say prince, but that's entering into the same fucking language ah, okay. system. Ah, never mind. But but, it's, <laughs> but that
2: is true. I really believe that. And yeah. that, that that is what has always changed me, and what changed me most, like in having sex with women, was just recognizing, because it's happening to you, whether or not you recognize it. But once I started to recognize, like, wow, I'm allowed to be weak. I've given my all, I've completely essentially purged myself and I can now transform from that.
1: Yeah. And I think that's seeing it, um, the inter- what I love about what you've kind of shared with guys Day is, you know, I don't, I know I, I set out with the intention maybe of, you know, discussing a bit about the pickup world and we kind of done that, but really it's about that, um, what you were talking about is that state of interdependence and actually how <clears throat> yes. that gains yeah. The, yeah, gives us complete yes. completion and it's not about winning or overpowering or dominating or always being right. the best, whilst that is obviously in human nature too. But I think I can't agree more that the most fundamental and rewarding and satisfying aspect, I think, of human life is the fact that, you know, we're not, as I always say, we're not a lion. <laughs> we're not maybe meant to roam no. the Sahara killing stuff and just being a lone wolf forever. Actually, I think our true beauty in our and our strength Often comes out when we recognise that, okay, we are all perfectly incomplete and we are all very similar at some core level and we all relate best when we approach each other on the medium line and we respect one another's differences and we actually come together, whether that's sexually or communally, and we don't need to insist ourselves upon anybody totally. else. Um So I think that's beautiful. I kind of want to keep talking forever, but I've got to like get you on my Love HQ podcast. So just as a heads up guys, if you've loved what Steve's been saying so far, you need to uh, listen and subscribe to my female podcast because I've got him for like another 20 minutes on there. Um, Mm. If they want to find out more, you've given some amazing talks. I'm actually going to look them up and start sending them out to guys um, I know because I can immediately think of some that need to hear it. Uh, How else can kind of guys find out about you?
2: Yeah, well, the best thing you can do is go to thesexuallife.com and there's a way to sign up and interact on a free course that I, I give. This is what I have and what I've set up or what I am attempting to do and what I've done for, I've been in business for 10 years, but literally for the past six years is just build an awesome international community of men. And so you can Dip your feet in the water with that at thesexuallife.com. And then the speech that has most recently come out, I've given a bunch of 21 convention speeches, so is Sasha. Um, But it's the myth of alpha male. And it's pretty cool. Uh, I've told, so Anthony Johnson is the founder of the convention. But I said, man, uh, you know, I gave that speech last year and it just came out now, so a year later. But I said, man, all I want to talk about is either men's development or addiction and not really so much about the pickup stuff Mm -hmm. and the myth of the alpha male really kind of hits on a lot of that why do we have this social unrest and a lot of the anthropology behind it Uh, and and man it that speech has pissed some people off like you know you know this is just I know we got to move but let me just say this like there are so many there's a lot of people who like it but in the comments there's you know a few guys that are like we are warriors, like how dare you take that away? And man, all the guys that say shit like that, all the guys that have bought into it are just dudes that have not experienced life. And uh, you know, I don't know a a pickup artist who's become famous. Mystery's the guy that's closest to it and yet that's the highest value of pickup. We've been doing it for 15 years. Um, I don't know many pickup guys that have had relationships where they can have a relationship and it's been 15 years this phenomenon's happened. I don't know many guys that know what it's actually like to, you know, maybe uh, uh, to fight, to get your ass kicked, to win, to, to really live that, uh, to kill something, you know. And, and I'm not saying you need to hunt, but th- that if you do that, if you actually hunted and saw life taken from something, mm-hmm. you wouldn't think of it in the way that you're describing yeah. how it is yeah. to be a man. Yeah, And so we need to move past that and realize that meeting and talking to women and a social skill set is a thing that you can learn. And there's great coaches like Haley, like Sasha, myself and so on, Ross, that can really help you out. But uh, man, just beware of of how bad this can really screw you up.
1: Yeah. And I think you're so right when you say as a last point as well, you don't need to invite challenge into your life. Oh my gosh, I've learned this as well. You don't need to blaze such a glorious and controversial path and just go, yeah, I'm going to go do all this stuff to press all my comforts. No, like in the true maturity of human life, we experience enough. Like we are lucky that we are in, you know, a civilized, relatively safe society where we don't have to confront a lot of the really, really tough stuff all that often but it will happen and when it happens it's profound and fundamental enough you don't need to start messing <laughs> with the uh the magic of life anyway it will do it all for mm. you and i think you're so right when you say that the people that are often the first to criticize or to undermine or to promote stuff are usually the last to have walked um along that path because you know i think anybody that has you know if you're doing it right you'll come out the other side with more compassion more kindness more understanding and more of a sense of your own vulnerability and that and none of that is a bad thing so yeah 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 well guys it's good stuff isn't it so please subscribe to the attraction hq podcast um i think i want to get steve back again because um, i'm annoyed that i have to like i could feel like i could talk for ages or i could or rather i could spin around on my chair and like whimper and let steve talk for ages um, <laughs> which is the other option so please check out his podcast as well it's insane um, and I will be back again next week. So thank you again for giving me your time, Steve. I really appreciate it. Um, and I'll see you on the other side. Love hey, you. Thank, thank you for you. listening to my podcast today. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, please head to haileyquinn.com forward slash club, where I have a free 30 day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at haleyquinnxx, on Instagram as haileyquinnx, and on Twitter as plain old hayleyquinn Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage me, please reach out and thank you again for your support.